my spiritual teacher would talk about the original sin according to advaita which is you see life is duality up and down rich and poor black and white and as he would say healthy children and handicapped children and so on and so forth so that is really not a problem the problem is that it gets converted into me versus the other the original split now becomes from the split of duality dualism and we view others as separate from ourselves and therefore we start blaming condemning hating others or ourselves pride and arrogance for our so called good actions hatred and malice to the other for their so called bad actions why has this happened because when we judge another we become the subject and we pass judgment on the other who is an object in our eyes what we have done is we have played the role of god so i think you are so and so and you are this and you are this and you are this without realizing that i too am an object in manifestation like you we are both objects we are both instruments through whom the source functions going a step further we also convert god into an object thinking we are the subject we make god an object and then try to understand god and try to know god but as my teacher said how can a painting ever know why its painter painted it so this is the original sin in advaita usurping the subjectivity of the source and becoming a pseudo subject and then being separate from the other and leading to this whole uh, basket of emotions we feel negativity we feel hate as he would say how can consciousness hate itself and likewise how can consciousness love itself if consciousness is all there is all there is is consciousness and that is why this teaching ties in with the as ramesh would say the four words of the bible which he often repeated thy will be done because we are just instruments through whom god functions and in this regard i came across a very nice verse in a christian prayer which i'll read out which said though dark my path and sad my lot let me be still and murmur not but breathe the prayer divinely taught thy will be done the rest is not you see in kashmir which i visit once or twice a year my driver who's a kashmiri muslim 
and I will tell him that, okay, Tariq bhai, after breakfast, we are going here. After lunch, we'll go there. And he'll keep saying, Zarur, Zarur, Inshallah. Zarur, Zarur, Inshallah. Which is, yes, we will, God willing. And it's like a nice reminder, like an alarm clock, you know, that, yeah, you're going to reach point B if it's God's will, or you will not reach it which is everyone's experience. If you are meant to go to a place, you will only go if it is God's will, else you will not be able to go. He's a very sweet guy because it's like, it's so natural to him, you know, when he says Inshallah and to us it's a nice reminder, yes, of course. It's another very funny instance is, I don't know if he meant it that way, one of our guests somehow ruffled his feathers. One of our guests there who lived in Kashmir. And I thought I'll probably have a word with him after some time, which I did. And he answered, Koi baat nahi. Means it doesn't matter. <laughs> and I, I laughed because actually it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, nothing really matters. You know, it does matter to the ego as a separate entity. But truly, deep down, the understanding is that this is a passing show. It is like a dream, the movie of life. And at the end of the day, nothing really matters. As Ramesh would say, that it is not about the flow of life because nobody can control that, but it is about one's attitude to life, where peace of mind is found. It is in the attitude.